going to share something with you that sounds a little bit like bro science, and then I'll explain why it isn't. So you may have heard that the average human has between 10 and 20 pounds of impacted putrefying fecal matter in their intestines. That's not only a source of toxicity, but it's interfering with optimal digestion, absorption, and assimilation of nutrients. I thought this was nonsense. However, I recently did a deep dive and an exploration after one of my clients went to a detox clinic that was using this specific cleanse that I'd never even heard of, but you probably haven't either, helping people with addiction, helping people with cancers and disease states and getting all sorts of crazy results and moving pounds of this putrefied mucus and fecal matter out of the intestines and colon and completely restoring people's health. So after he had this insane experience, he told me about it. I told him he had to hook me up. And his medical staff were a little bit hesitant, but I eventually convinced them to allow me to get a kit. And I went through this three-day detox. And the first day was kind of challenging, but you're drinking different packets and nutrients and that sort of thing. On day two, I had multiple feet of this rubber-like, almost silicone, gelatinous, mucus feces, almost like it was like every piece of gum that I'd ever swallowed from childhood until now was coming out. I couldn't even believe this stuff was inside of me. And this continued for the next two days until I finished the cleanse. I felt so much lighter, so incredible. I was I was actually taking videos of my trips to the bathroom so that I could show other people because I was completely blown away. And I'm telling this story not only because it's disgusting, but also in kind of a twisted way, a little bit entertaining, but because the reason that so many of us struggle to get in incredible shape, you know, to get off that last 10, 20 pounds yeah, some of it's discipline. Yeah, some of it's willpower. But a lot of it is what's going on in your gut. It's these sources of toxicity from the inside. It's the microbes like candida and parasites and, and dysbiosis in the gut that are producing endotoxins and inflammation from within your body that are interfering with your metabolic health, running your hormones into the gutter, especially your thyroid hormone, your sex hormones, and your insulin sensitivity. And if you're the type of person that has been fairly healthy, disciplined, doing all the things that you, you quote unquote should do, and you haven't yet found that next gear, I would like to help you if this is a mutual fit. I'm going to be working with a small handful of men that are passionate and excited and determined to take their body and their health to its full potential. To get visible abs, a six-pack, in the next three to six months. This will involve multiple steps, but essentially we are going to eliminate every roadblock that stands between you and the body you have always wanted and get you in the best shape of your life. We're going to do detailed laboratory tests, a full blood panel beyond anything that you could possibly get at your doctor, even if you do hormone replacement therapy or anything like that, it blows all of that out of the water. We're going to get a complete minerals and metals test, a complete candida metabolic and vitamins test, a complete omega and inflammation test, complete food sensitivity test, complete stress, mood, and 
metabolism test. We're going to do metabolic typing to create personalized nutrition program for you. And, and then we're going to combine that with biohacks and a proven process and expert guidance from me to optimize your sleep, your gut, your hormones, your nutrition, your training. We're going to use these diagnostics and tools to figure out exactly where there are breaks in your chain, fix those, optimize them, and then combine that with accountability where you and I, you have me walking you through this process every step of the way and showing you exactly what you need to do to get the fat off, to get down to the leanest, most vibrant, ripped, shredded, optimized version of yourself possible. This is only for men who are in a financial position to invest in themselves. It's only for men who are willing to radically change their nutrition, radically change their training, radically change their mindset, radically change their environment. Men who are willing to do whatever it takes to achieve these results and willing to go all in for that 90, 90 day to six month period. We're going to start with a full fight camp, like you are a world-class championship fighter going into the fight of your life. We're going to be 100% focused, dialed in in every facet, like every single decision that you make is either moving you closer to victory or further away. And every choice that you make will either result in you having your hands raised as a champion or getting knocked out. And realistically, this is not for most people. Most people do what most other people do, which is make choices that result in them being fat, sick, depressed, and leading lives of quiet desperation. This is for the 5% of people who are all in, who are excited and determined to explore their full potential during this life experience. If you are interested in having a conversation to see if this is a mutual fit, Go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short form, book a time on our calendar to talk with myself or someone from our team. I've never done anything like this before. This is completely comprehensive. All of your labs are included. All of your supplements and biohacks are included. You're going to get my favorite fat burner that you can use. It's I'm, I'm, I'm going to blow the surprise. It's an amazing espresso machine. I'm going to give you the only type of espresso I drink, and I'm going to show you how to use it to burn way more fat. I'm going to show you how to get maximum results in minimum time from your workouts. There's a lot of people that you probably look at them and they might be in better shape than I am at 40 years old and whatever. I think I look pretty good. I'm pretty happy with, with, with the way that I look and feel, but there are some guys that I'm sure are in better shape. I guarantee they work a lot harder than I do. I'll show you how to unlock maximum fat loss, build maximum muscle in minimum time. I'm going to give you my favorite biohack for getting shredded. We're going to literally send you an Airdyne bike, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to use it, what workouts we do. We're going to automate your nutrition. I'm going to send you a juicing machine that you can just load up, hit a button, and it juices it all for you so you don't have to stand there and it's easy to clean. We're going to get you some other stuff for home workouts how to dial in and, and self-quantify your training so that you know that you are in that Goldilocks zone. Too little doesn't work. Too much doesn't work. You got to be right in the sweet spot. And you're going to have me guiding you through it every step of the way. We're going to create a custom supplement program. You'll have full access to my calendar. We'll be on the phone every week at the beginning. And then once we kind of hit stride with things every two weeks, there's never been anything like this, especially where you have direct access to me. I'm not 
putting you off on other coaches or anything like that. This isn't, um, while this could be a program, I think Dr. Peter Atia charges something like a hundred thousand bucks for a program that isn't even close to this. And I will be taking you through at the highest level with the full diagnostics, knowing exactly what labs to order for you and then how to interpret those labs and then translate those interpretations into actionable results that will help you become the best version of yourself. Then we, we tailor that into the expert guidance phase, as I mentioned, where we're optimizing your gut, your sleep, your hormones, your nutrition, your training, everything. And then you have that expert accountability with me via text message. You're going to be taking photos of your food. You're going to be training six days a week. That doesn't sound sexy, but I'm going to put it out there so that you know what you're getting into. I know I'm talking to the, I'm talking to the psychos in the room. The people who want to push themselves, who want to be challenged, who don't want to just get by, and they want to see what they're capable of if they direct all of their faculties and focus to a proven system that is personalized for them with someone like me in their corner. So if you're interested in this, go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short form, book a time for us to talk, and then send me a text message to this number, 847 989 3743. Put VIP in there. If you want to have your application moved to the front of the line, I'm only going to be working with a small handful of guys. If you would like one of those men to be you, let's do it. Much love. This is your life and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, Everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Leslie Kenny, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Thank you so much, Anthony DiClemente. So lovely to be here. Lovely to have you. We are going to be discussing spermidine and some of the exciting applications that this molecule is being used for with hair regrowth, anti-aging, and a variety of other things that we're going to get into. But before we do a deep dive on spermidine, I know you're a big biohacking enthusiast and um, are often steeped deep in the medical literature. So perhaps you could give a little bit of your background and, and how we got to where we're at today for our listeners. Sure. Well, first and foremost, I am a patient. So I'm 57 now, but when I was 39... I was told that the pain I was feeling in my fingers was actually due to rheumatoid arthritis and a disease I had never heard of called lupus. And um, I really had to look for a cure for that because while there was a drug that I could inject into myself to suppress my immune system for the RA, there was no cure for lupus. And I had a pretty devastating conversation with my doctor who told me that uh, I had a good, pro I had a prognosis of about five years and that the IVF that I was undergoing at the time was, there was just no point. No point trying to bring another life into the planet when my days were definitely numbered. And I think at that point in time, as a patient, you can do one of two things. You can either roll over and say, I just accept this, or you can say, hell no, this can't be right. 
I'm going to do everything I can to fight against this and throw the kitchen sink at it. And that's what I ended up doing and biohacked my way out of it. So that six months later, when I retested, both of those diseases were gone. My cytokines, my tumor necrosis factor alpha levels, everything had just dropped and I had brought my body back into balance. So when you have a, a life-changing event like that occur, you begin to question everything that the authority figures tell you is possible about your body. And I started digging, um, continued to be curious. And uh, although I had to take a bit of a break to start that family that I so desperately wanted, I found myself about 10 years later in Oxford, England, uh, the center of a great university, two great universities actually, and uh, surrounded by loads of scientists who were doing fantastic breakthrough research, but didn't really, they didn't seem so interested in getting it out to the world. And that's when I began to, uh, to connect with them, started fundraising for some of them. And in that process, got introduced to a woman who was working in rheumatology, so an area close to my heart, close to my own story. And she was working on this very unusually named substance called spermidine, because it is indeed found in semen, but it's also very uh, present in super high quantities in breast milk. It's in all plants. It's in your, your cat, your dog, your hamster. And in our, every our male audience thing. just completely dropped off. Every guy listening <laughs> just just turned the episode off. Heard, no. he, heard, he heard sperm, and then he's like, "It better not be." And you're like, "And yes, it is in sperm." And every guy's like, "Done." <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, but it's in it's in all plants. It's in all plants, and it is so important. And they they should really be interested because the reason it is in semen is not just because it is smaller than a histone bond and therefore much easier to wrap DNA around um, to put into that tiny package that is the sperm, but it is necessary to combat reactive oxygen species. When a man creates semen he, and sperm, he is creating a ton of reactive oxygen species and spermidine protects against that. But it is also necessary for growth, and babies are full of it because they need it to grow into, you know, into, into adults. So this uh, this amazing molecule was being studied at the University of Oxford for its potential to rejuvenate the elderly immune system. And those words, rejuvenate the elderly immune system, are not my words. Those are the words of Katja Simon and Dr. Gata Al-Saleh, so an immuno a full immunology professor here at Oxford and a principal investigator who have published these results in uh, peer-reviewed journals. And when I saw that, I thought, this is a fantastic molecule. It has a terrible name. We have to you know, work on the name because um, I know my mom won't be able to, to get her. She won't be able to say it. She'll just be far too embarrassed. Right. How but, to get okay? I wonder how it got okayed. <laughs> I'd love to have been a fly on the wall during that process. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> so it's it's actually happened in the late 17th century. That's why we have no ability to fix this, right? 
So in the 17th century, there were loads of things that had odd names and they just passed the filter, right? They passed that, that PG filter. And it was a, a, a guy named Antony van Leeuwenhoek. He was a Dutch linen merchant who actually was really sick of the fact that his linen, he kept buying it and there were little moths in there that he didn't see. They'd eat his cloth. And so he developed a tiny microscope so he could look and detect whether or not the linen he was buying had moths or not. Well, that technology, I mean, this is like one of those things where something is invented, invented for one purpose and then it is used for a totally different application. He realized he could put other things underneath it. So he began putting his hair, his nails, his skin, leaves, and of course, urine, semen. You know, you're a guy. What would you put under there? <laughs> it's like any curious? guy. How? How many, everyone's placing bets. How long is it going to be before he starts involving his penis in some way? <laughs> That's right. 100%. I bet he didn't so, make it a week. <laughs> probably less. Like, I've always wondered about this. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> what does this look like? For sure. So he looked at it. He identified some crystals. He didn't know what they were, but he called them spermine. Then the die was cast. Fast forward a few hundred years later, another crystal was discovered. And they were like, oh, well, the other crystal is called spermine. Let's call this one spermidine. So that's how they uh, name Are you saying there are crystals out. in with our semen? Well, when, you, when they dry. When they dry. They turn to crystals. When semen dries, yes. yes. I mean, many things do turn to crystals. That's, okay, this is getting interesting. All right, so <laughs> so is, is this molecule categorized as an antioxidant, or like where do we classify it? Um, it's classed it's classed as a polyamine, but it's a, it's an anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. um, it is a geroprotector, so it protects mm -hmm. against <clears throat> against aging. Uh, inhibits mm -hmm. many of the hallmarks of aging. Six of the mm -hmm. nine hallmarks of aging. Things like stem cell exhaustion, uh, mitochondrial dysfunction, telomerase, uh, tel telomere shortening, for instance, mm -hmm. um, and misfolded proteins. Mm -hmm. So those are some advanced, of the advanced some glycation end products and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, it would help with AGE simply because of the fact it you know it's anti-inflammatory and it will it combats things like reactive oxygen species for instance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I, but this may be one of the reasons why people report that taking it means you get fewer wrinkles. So, All right. I like and that. And AGE, AGEs I, obviously lead to wrinkles. And none of us want those. I noticed recently that my face looks like I'm often like scrunched up. So I've been putting some extra work into my wrinkles and taking the spermidine um, twice a day. And, oh, and fantastic. I'm curious about dosages and applications yeah. and like what you're, what you've been seeing in, in the scientific yeah. literature in terms of benefits. Like I've been taking two capsules of the chlorella based spermidine in the morning on an empty stomach. And then I worked up to three capsules of your, um, your original mm -hmm. spermidine product. I've been taking that with food. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, based on some of what you're seeing in the scientific literature and even anecdotally, 
because yeah. the stuff you're seeing anecdotally is probably the stuff that will be in the scientific literature in 10 to 20 years. Correct. Um, what benefits can can I expect? I'm taking it in part for hair regrowth and having mm-hmm. thicker, fuller hair on top. Um, but w- what else can I expect over the next 60 to 90 days? Well, I initially wanted to bring this product to market because of the fact it had such powerful effects at the cellular level. But we can't often see things like mitochondrial dysfunction and repair of that or stem cell exhaustion. We don't really see that on the inside. However, we can see the visible um, impact of fixing that on the outside. And I would say that the things that most people see are with their hair, skin, and nails. And then after that, with sleep. So those are the things you will see and feel. Um, If you have a wearable sleep tracker, you might even notice improvements in your sleep after the very first night. So we're talking about seeing better hair, skin, and nails, Yeah, a reduction in the visible signs of aging, but sleep's a huge problem. So what, what are you seeing with sleep? Correct. So most people who wear sleep trackers, uh, aura rings or whoops or bio straps, garments, Fitbits, um, some of those individuals, if they take the, uh, the product right before bed, they may notice that the very next morning they can see an impact on their deep sleep. And that will usually be around 30 to 60 minutes of increased deep sleep. Now, this doesn't happen in, it's pretty solid, especially in those who are over the age of 50, this is a very big deal. And I think we all want to be getting, say, if I use my aura ring, I want to make sure that as a 57-year-old, I'm getting more than 90 minutes of deep sleep a night, ideally over two hours. And uh, especially for a woman like me, I have twice the likelihood of getting Alzheimer's than a guy like you. And that is just, uh, that's the problem as our estradiol goes down and we don't get that protection of the brain from estrogen. Um, And the fact that we might have suffered from midlife lack of sleep as our progesterone levels went down, we just have that that increased incidence of, of Alzheimer's. And deep sleep is very protective of this. This is what Dale Bredesen says. Um, Deep sleep, you may know, is when the different compartments of the brain actually seem to shrink and allow cerebrospinal fluid to flow in between taking away waste products uh, through the glymphatic system. So that's one place that some people see after just one night. Not everybody, but quite a few people see this. And the other area is definitely in hair growth. So if you think about the fact that when we're young, we have a lot of hair, but we also have a lot of spermidine. As we get older, our spermidine levels drop off. In a way, it's not surprising that our hair also goes. Now, there is a difference between male pattern baldness and hair loss, as opposed to just general hair loss that happens as we get older and our spermidine levels go down. Um, because with male pattern baldness, that has a lot to do with high 5-alpha reductase activity, converting testosterone to dihydrotestosterone and miniaturizing the hair follicles. But um, spermidine is still involved in the, uh, in the hair growth cycle. 
it is needed to keep hair in what's called the antigen or growth phase. So if we just simplify the growth cycle, it goes from antigen or growth into catagen or resting, and then finally into telogen or shedding phase. And in that third phase of shedding, you also don't get any pigment production. So that can also lead to hair loss as well as hair graying. Um, so what we want is to have the hair follicles in the antigen phase as much as possible so that we have both pigment and a full head of hair, right? And spermidine in, uh, in vitro studies where hair follicles taken from women who were undergrowing, uh, they had basically donated their hair follicles because they were getting facelifts. And those hair follicles, so these were don't need, older. Don't need that hair were, anymore. Yeah, I don't get that <laughs> hair anymore. Or, you know, by the ears, right? So yeah. these are women who are older if they're having facelifts. And um, those hair follicles were then exposed to spermidine. After six days, 26% more of the telogen hair follicles, those follicles that were in the shedding, non-pigment producing phase, had gone back into the growth phase. So they were rescued effectively from this phase where the hair is about ready to shed, there's no pigment production, and they were essentially rejuvenated, which is a very big deal. So that's in comparison to a control. Yeah, all right. Spermidine is kind of, it's one of those hero molecules coming in it and saving a, the day. Well, it is. And actually, there was a fantastic paper done by Professor Linda Partridge at University College London, a colleague of hers, Matthias Fuente Alban, Brian Kennedy, who was formerly head of the Buck Institute and is now at National University of Singapore. This was published in, uh, this was published in Nature, and it was called The Quest to Slow Aging. And they actually ranked molecules that they felt had promised to inhibit the hallmarks of aging, the nine hallmarks of aging. And spermidine and rapamycin are basically, they, they come up head to head uh, with rapamycin. And I, I'm, I'm guessing you know all about rapamycin and the rapalogs. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of it, honestly. I, I, I'm distrustful of the immune suppressants, knowing how important yes. our immune system is to us. Exactly. If, you, if, you're, if, if you're like, it's between spermidine and rapamycin, I'm like, uh, give me the one that's not an immune suppressant. Thanks. Exactly. And I'm I'm an autoimmune patient. And I was told yeah, makes no sense. to suppress my immune system. I was like, I think there's makes a no better sense. way. Let's just put my, my system back into balance as opposed to suppressing yeah. it. You don't, you don't need a degree to uh, crack that one. Doesn't exactly, make sense. right? I mean, it just makes common sense. You just have to yeah. think a little bit about it. So in early 2022, almost out of nowhere, I started experiencing massive changes in my body and mental health. My hair was thinning and falling out faster than ever before. I was experiencing mood fluctuations, I was putting on body fat, losing strength and muscle mass. I was even having a harder time remembering certain people's names and things that I knew I knew. My face looked older and I had more wrinkles and there was a noticeable decrease in my sex drive. And then one of the guests that I had on our podcast introduced me to a product called BioPro Plus that naturally boosts your IGF-1 and human growth hormone levels. If you haven't listened to that episode, 
go back and check out episode 265 on how to increase HGH, boost libido, and experience 68% better recovery with Dustin Baker. BioPro Plus contains a combination of powerful natural ingredients for boosting HGH, human growth hormone, and IGF-1, like elk antler, tribulus, and shilajit, all in their purest and most potent forms. What's interesting is elk antlers are the only mammalian appendage capable of continuous regeneration. These antlers grow an inch or more per day and have the fastest growth rate of any organ in the animal kingdom. I started taking one glass vial every morning and holding it under my tongue for 90 seconds before swallowing. And before I'd even finished my first kit, I was getting compliments on my skin and how I looked five to 10 years younger. You can even go back and look at some of my social media videos from earlier this year and you'll see how big of a difference there is. Since then, my energy has increased. I feel more motivated. My libido and sex drive came back. I've been losing fat. I'm stronger and recovering faster from my workouts and my hair is coming in thicker and it even stopped falling out. If my story resonates with you, I highly recommend you try BioPro Plus for yourself. When you feel it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And for a limited time, you can save $30 on your order by going to bioproteintech.com and entering discount code biohacks. That's B-I-O-P-R-O-T-E-I-N-T-E-C-H.com and discount code B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. Now back to the show. There are also Dr. Sandy Kaufman, who is one of our clinical advisors and has written two books on anti-aging molecules. She has told me there are 13 papers that show that rapamycin, chronic use of rapamycin shrinks hippocampal volume. Well, that's where we, where we store our memories. So I don't want to live a long time, but not remember who the people are around me or why I'm here, right? And I think that's I think that's a risk. Spermidine, like I said, we manufacture it ourselves. Every plant makes it, and they make it in the endosperm in high quantities. The reason that's important is it's exactly the same as with semen. Mm-hmm. It, this is like fl- the the wheat's semen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Now people are going to turn this this podcast on. They said semen 74 Seed. times. 74 <laughs> times. <laughs> it's a record for any health and wellness podcast. I hope this doesn't get taken off there. Actually, I'm sure I'm sure that I'm sure that semen is not the problem. We know the word that shall not be named. That is the problem. Okay. Um yeah, so yes, you, you could say that, but again, it is because that is where the blueprints for the next generation are. So spermidine mm-hmm. is so important that it occurs right next to those blueprints. And we know also that it helps with epigenetic, um, with epigenetic changes. And so another reason why it would be very close to DNA um, in the endosperm or in sperm, human sperm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm becoming increasingly interested with all of this. Like we were talking a little bit about um, the the cultures of the East and and Zen Buddhism and the Taoist mm. cultures. They're very big believers in in semen retention for energy. Where like they believe that like it's good for women to have lots of orgasms, but for men, yes. like 
we shouldn't, we're not supposed to be watching porn. And a lot of people even believe that if guys are like being tricked into ejaculating multiple times a day, that they're actually like weakening their constitution, that that is sort of a, like porn can be in, in that case, a weapon and yes. used to weaken men. So I've been, been becoming increasingly interested, not only in the energy that we get from our own production of, of sperm and semen, but these compounds like bee pollen yes. and pine pollen that sort of fall into a similar category and are also highly regarded as superfoods. And now spermidine, I would mm. put in that category, like we're looking, we're, we're actually starting to expand our conceptual understanding to say life supports life. Meaning Absolutely. if we're able to get to the biochemical constituents of these plants and, you know, I guess crops, people, animals, whatever, that that support life, that are the seed of life, and that yeah. is used strategically, it can give you more life, reduce the signs of aging. It's, it's actually fascinating. Like we're getting into a realm of magic here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that... Um, that goes into some of the scrolls that Professor Dennis Noble, an Oxford University emeritus professor of physiology, discovered on a trip to Japan, where he had an audience with the emperor and the empress of Japan. Both were students here at the University of Oxford. And unlike in China, where sadly many of these old um, scriptures and books on ancient medicine, but also Taoist practice, Buddhist practice have been lost. Mm -hmm. uh, the Japanese mm -hmm. have been very good at archiving all of this. And the Imperial Family Household Archive kept a series of 30 scrolls written by the court physician to the Japanese emperor in 984. So these are each two meters long, and they roll them up. And they are on different aspects of maintaining human health, all for mm -hmm. the benefit and longevity of the emperor. And mm. Dennis was asked, would he, as a physiologist, be interested in taking a look at these scrolls? And Duh. he looked at the table of contents. <laughs> yes, exactly. And no one outside of the imperial household is allowed inside. So that's what's so interesting about this. And so he looked at the table of contents and said, what are these three scrolls that have specifically to do with longevity, one of which is only to do with sexual intimacy and longevity? I'm going to take a look at that one. <laughs> and I think he made the right choice. So he could choose three. That was one of them. And uh, he, he came back to Oxford, and I happened to see him very shortly after he saw these scrolls. And we were at the same New Year's party full of academics, as you do here in this medieval city. And mm -hmm. I asked him what he was doing, and he told me about this. And I said, oh, it probably talks about seminal retention and the uh, Taoist mm -hmm. precepts on this. And he looked at me and said... He kind of looked around and said, Leslie, I think you're the only person in Oxford I can talk to about this. <laughs> and I said, oh. <laughs> I actually had to look at this years ago when I had an online matchmaking company. And the only way I could operate in China was with if I had sidebar, sidebar content on 
safe sex. And I insisted on also putting good sex in there too, because I knew nobody would read the safe sex unless the good sex was there too. And why can't they, why can't they be one in the same? Why can't they be one in the same? Exactly. Exactly. And I had to tell the government officials in China and Beijing about this at the time. And they agreed, you know, they were very pragmatic at the time. Fine. Okay, good. Go ahead. And that is how I began to study some of these things and learned about these Taoist practices. And I then said to him, hey, I'm working on this other molecule called spermidine, and it also is in semen. I think it's probably related to this idea of seminal retention and the benefits that you can get from it. What if we actually tried to look at the precepts in that scroll on lovemaking for longevity and see if they actually inhibit any of the nine hallmarks of aging. So Dennis actually wrote a paper for the Australian journal Eon, that's A-E-O-N. It's available online and it's called, I believe it is called Lovemaking for Longevity or Slow Sex, Long Life. And I can send you the link to it. But it is a fascinating read because it talks about not just spermidine and seminal retention, but it also talks about how when you are making love and you do it mindfully and purposely, uh, consciously, and your eye gaze locks with your partner and your heart rate and your breath harmonize, then other things happen too. Telomerase production goes up. And we know this from the work of Elizabeth Blackburn and Elizabeth Apple at UC San Francisco, Elizabeth Blackburn, very famous for winning the Nobel Prize for the discovery of telomerase. And we know that oxytocin goes up as well. And that's the social bonding hormone. And these are all things that protect us and allow us to have a more vital life in the moment of, say, lovemaking but also have benefits because those chemicals stay circulating in the body and have additional benefits. Fascinating. It's got me thinking too, because I know a number of people recently who have started taking exogenous oxytocin. And it makes me wonder how much of what we are experiencing health-wise in, in body, mind, and spirit, and of course, as a collective, is just due to a lack of physical intimacy in a way that aligns with our biochemistry. You know, like if, if you take that one extreme, like what's going on in, in, in a, in a porn, pornographic video is not really that, you know, it's not conducive to two nervous systems harmonizing and synchronizing and God knows what else happens when that takes place. Right. But it's, you know, the, the way the porns have it going on, there's no eye contact. Sometimes everybody's facing the same direction. And you know what I mean? It's <laughs> Yeah, you've, you've made such a great point, Anthony. I think that's true. I mean, the, the problem with porn is not only is a guy losing all of his semen, you know, I've, um, for better or worse, I have a YouTube channel. I actually did a video on what happens when a guy does lose too much semen. Mm -hmm. um, because you're losing vitamin C, you're losing zinc, you're losing glutathione, and you're losing spermidine. These are all resources that the body needs to repair and renew itself. But they're all things that are qu 
quite hard for the body to make. You know, spermidine, you need L-ornithine, L-arginine, CME. And if you take that, turn it into a resource, and then you, you waste it. That's not good. Glutathione, the body's master antioxidant, you lose that as well in semen too. And of course, with, um, with porn, it's really just hitting those dopamine receptors, right? Mm-hmm. And it's such a tragedy when you, you, know, you hear of, and you're a coach, I'm a coach, when you, you hear or you meet someone who says, I actually am not interested in physical women. I have no interest. It just doesn't excite me because the only thing they can react to, they have this Pavlovian response to the iPhone mm. with the with the image on it, right? I'm Which your is, girlfriend now. Yeah, that's so wrong. That's just so wrong. In so many ways, that's really depressing. And right at that point, you can just go out and get the, you know, the blow up doll. And, um, but it has all of these, this cascade of negative side effects because they're not getting the increased telomerase. They're not getting the oxytocin. They're not getting, they're not retaining the spermidine. They're not retaining the glutathione. Um, so for all of these reasons, yes, real intimacy is very fundamental to happiness and health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sort of, um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. So this, to kind of bring it together, right, we have the connection between the the life force that we produce in our sperm but we also have Mm -hmm. this compound spermidine that's found in wheat germ um you guys have a gluten-free version that is combined with chlorella and some some other things um but, but essentially this is something that many of us become deficient in especially as we age there are many molecular compounds and that are needed in order to produce it Correct. and uh, high deficiencies it sounds like some of those include uh, molecules that people that have methylation issues probably are deficient in or you know may even further have difficulty creating spermidine so we're using spermidine now to as, as an antioxidant, as something that ramps up autophagy, may help clear toxins from the brain during sleep um, as the lymphatic system activates and sends cerebral spinal fluid through the brain, flushing out reactive oxygen species, etc. Et um, what else do you think is going on with this molecule? I guess before we go there, um, for those of you guys that are enjoying this conversation with Leslie and you want to check out spermidine, you can go to OxfordHealthSpan.com, O-X-F-O-R-D-H-E-A-L-T-H-S-P-A-N.com. We've got a, a Biohacks 10 discount code for you that saves you 10% off if you decide you want to get the primidine uh, spermidine, which I've been really enjoying. And again, I'm taking two of the, two of the chlorella based, uh, spermidine in the morning on an empty stomach. And then I worked up to three capsules of their original and hoping that my hair is going to grow back thicker and I'm going to just be better across the board. So feel free to check those out, guys. Um, back to the show. <laughs> I showed you some photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Les- so Leslie also showed me some photos beforehand that were incredible with hair regrowth in, in as little as two months. And like, I mean, I was wearing a red helmet earlier today. I, I derma rolled my head yesterday. I'm 
I'm in the trenches here and I'm fully committed to, <laughs> to making my hair as, as healthy and thick as possible, uh, of, of which I'm very excited about spermidine playing a role in that. Um, you guys are years ahead of what's what we're going to be seeing in the scientific literature. And in many ways, what's in the scientific literature is kind of already well known and been proven in your world. What are you seeing that is at the hypothesis or theory level around spermidine that you're really excited about right now? I think that the biggest thing actually for me is sleep. We all know that sleep is fundamental to the body's ability to repair and renew itself. We are activating autophagy at night because we are fasting and we know fasting will activate autophagy too. But what I didn't, I didn't understand uh, or, or didn't appreciate so much when we first launched the product was how it really seems to reset the older circadian rhythm. We've just had far too many reports from users who tell us that this is the product that allows them to sleep through the night if they're going through perimenopause or menopause when progesterone declines, and progesterone is very important to sleep. Also, melatonin declines, but this seems to, to help. And there were a couple of studies out of China and Korea and Japan that showed that it was impacting clock genes. So we know that there are eight at least eight clock genes. There may be more, but what we have discovered are eight clock genes that communicate or modulate the superchiasmatic nuclei. That's deep in our brain. And another way that the superchiasmatic nuclei connects um, with another part of the brain is through the photoreceptors in our eyes that have nothing to do with sight, but simply take in daylight and say, right, oh, blue light. Blue light means it's sunlight. I should be up. Therefore, to be vertical, raise my cortisol, allow me to stand up, right, get enough blood pressure, and face tigers or angry bosses. Those photoreceptors um, are obviously very important at modulating um, the superchiasmatic nuclei, which in turn regulates circadian rhythm. When we had firelight, when we didn't have electricity, that worked beautifully. But now we have all this blue light bombarding those photoreceptors and really raising our cortisol, but also shifting our circadian rhythm, meaning that we stay up for longer and we sleep for shorter periods. And Yet we know we need to get that deep sleep window, which normally happens between, say, 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And if we don't get it, you just lose it. You can't recapture it. That's what, what I've been told before. However, it seems that when people take spermidine, you take primidine, either GF, the gluten-free one, or primidine original right before bed, even if you do it at 2 a.m., which you really shouldn't be able to catch, catch your deep sleep window, you can still get it. And we've had a lot of people show us their sleep scores and say, look, I was still able to get that deep sleep window even though I went to bed at 3 a.m. And mm. I've been able to do this myself, which is, it's quite, it's quite um, the party trick, right? You think, oh, that all is these a people are trick. telling me, let me try how, this. Oh, it how, works. How many, how, many, how many milligrams are we talking here? 
the three, you know, three, three, uh, three of capsules, the capsules of the original, yeah, three capsules or two of the tablets. Now, okay. the bottle will say, don't take this after 2 PM. And the reason for that was because there is a, there is some naturally occurring vitamin D in the gluten-free version. Chlorella, the substrain of chlorella that we use contains some naturally occurring vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And as you may know from functional medicine doctor friends of yours, they always say have vitamin D during the day because the body is used to seeing vitamin D circulating when skin synthesizes it in response to daylight. Mm-hmm. But I have actually tried it at night and it was fine. I don't know if you know a guy named Joel Green, um, but... Um, there, there are a couple of, of other biohackers who say, no, no, this works great at night. This is, you know, the vitamin D at night actually is not a bad thing. So it, it definitely, both of, both of these products, Original and GF, will allow you to, uh, to catch that deep sleep window, even if it is the middle of the night. Nice. I like that. And what, would, what is the... The, the GF, the gluten-free version equivalent of three capsules of the original? Well, it has, it, we wanted both products to have a minimum of one milligram of spermidine because this is the amount that has been shown in human clinical trials to improve memory and cognition in those with subjective cognitive decline. And so that was why we needed we needed to hurdle that amount. And of course, in a naturally, um, in any kind of food where spermidine is occurring naturally or any nutrients are occurring naturally, there is some variation from batch to batch or harvest to harvest. Um, and we knew that we needed to have at least that amount in both. So that's why we, why we put those, those amounts in three capsules. I know is a lot. I really wanted to reduce it. Not for me. Don't worry about it. I, just, I take so many. I'm I'm like two two to three handfuls. Three capsules here, that's no problem. And you can also open the capsules. The powder is very easy. You can put it in. Some people don't want to swallow the capsules, so they just have a, a tiny spoonful of yogurt at night. And you know you can have coconut yogurt or whatever kind of yogurt, and you just open the capsules onto that spoon and then just take it down. Um, so it's, or you could, if you want to take in the morning, you can mix it in with your porridge or your smoothie and, uh, you know, works, works great that way too. Cool. And, um, so two capsules of the, of the gluten-free are equivalent or two tablets of the gluten-free are equivalent to three capsules of the original. So it's like basically, basically the same. Okay. And then my follow-up question is, are people doing, so like I'm currently taking two milligrams of, of spermidine per day. Are there, is are there like okay? So we're taking the same amount. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. I feel a little bit more confident in my decision already. Um, <laughs> well, I'm 57. There... I need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've I've spent many many days feeling much older than my age. Um, so I understand. Um, but what about are are there are there applications where more is better, even if it's for a, a short period of time or like an acute period where maybe you might want to take three or even four milligrams per day? Is does this have applications in people that are dealing with immune situations or mitochondrial situations like cancer or, or heart disease, you know, that sort of thing? 
So I'm not a medical, I'm not a medical professional and I'm mm-hmm. loath to talk about specific illnesses. I'm there, not, I'm not we, either. But we do, we do know (laughs) that there are practitioners who are using higher doses for certain conditions, um, generally mitochondrial dysfunction, anywhere, anything where there might be mitochondrial dysfunction, then potentially that could help, Mm -hmm. but under a doctor's supervision. Now, according to the doctor's like spermidine. What are you talking about? <laughs> then what do you do? <laughs> well, find another, find another doctor. Find another doctor. It's this is at the end of the day. This is a food. It is a mm-hmm. highly concentrated uh, version of a molecule that we all need. That we should all be getting from plants that we eat in our diet on a daily basis. But the reality is that the uh, you know, the the modern American or Western European diet just isn't what it used to be. And with monocropping and pesticides, we just don't get the nutrients that we mm-hmm. used to get. And spermidine is one of those things that we are not getting in the quantities we need. Um, I think in, in um, you know, in the blue zones of the world, they're getting huge quantities of spermidine from their diet. But in the U.S. and in the United Kingdom, where I am, people are very lucky to get eight milligrams of spermidine from all food sources daily, and that would oh, be oh, from- so that's still a lot. Well, it is. It is higher. But one of the reasons why we think that people—I've never had a person say, "Oh, I was eating a lot of mushrooms, which we know has high spermidine," and look, my hair grew back. I have never met right. anyone like that. I have never met anyone who said, oh, I took all of this chlorella and look, you know, look what happened. Um, mm-hmm. I've not heard that. And I think that it really is finding these highly concentrated versions of spermidine that we test in a lab and we can verify are in, uh, you know, are in our capsules. Now, we also have in the gluten-free version, we put in another molecule called nobilitin. And this also activates autophagy, and it's been in a mm. ingredient called shikawasa or Okinawan lime, and it's mm. in the peel, and it's also in the fruit, but it's in higher quantities in the peel, and it has been used traditionally in Japanese kampo medicine, which is their equivalent of Chinese medicine for mm. longevity purposes. Well, now we know that one of the reasons that it works is because it has this molecule that activates autophagy, which is called nobilitin. So we added that in with a gluten-free version and a bit of turmeric. At the same time, with the original version, we added a prebiotic in, which will feed, selectively feed, the strains of bacteria in the gut that are capable of manufacturing spermidine. So I want to be very clear, when we're young, a third of our spermidine production comes from the gut biome. If we mm. can just protect our gut biome and continue to feed the body prebiotics when we're young, we have the potential to keep manufacturing spermidine in high quantities as we get older. But those prebiotics are things like vegetables, fruit, it's fiber. And we just don't mm-hmm. get a lot in the modern American diet, right? Yeah. So the prebiotic is there to help with that. 
And if you think about breast milk, which is a perfect food for infants, Mm -hmm. 50% of it is fructooligosaccharides, which is what our prebiotic is. Mm -hmm. And the other 50% is chock full of spermidine and fats. And so 50% of what is in breast milk completely bypasses the baby's digestion, doesn't work at all, and it just goes straight to the colonies of gut bacteria that the mother has bequeathed to the baby as it passed through the birth canal. Yeah. Which is fascinating. So that's what I was aiming for with this product was, okay, let's get, let's get something that, um, that is a source of spermidine, but also that feeds those ever important colonies of Mm -hmm. healthy bacteria. I love it. I love it. And I mean, just the, the memory enhancement potential and the hair regrowth potential, something that so many of us are interested in, myself included. So guys, if, if you'd want to pick up the, uh, the Primadine Spermidine that's gluten-free, the Primadine Original, um, I'm taking both of them. And like, I avoid gluten. I haven't had any issues with taking the original for those people that like try not to put glyphosate in their body. I don't think that's an issue here. Um, yeah, it's not. So and um and yeah so i've been feeling good taking both those and you can pick them up at oxfordhealthspan.com o-x-f-o-r-d-h-e-a-l-t-h-s-p-a-n.com discount code b-i-o-h-a-c-k-s-1-0 biohacks 10 um well let's kind of land this plane and, and and you know maybe give you an opportunity to share anything else that you're really excited about right now and like that that you're finding fascinating in this world of, of biohacking and anti-aging. Um, I think, I think a lot of people are going to be excited to try spermidine and integrate it as I have, and just kind of see what, what it might do for them. Um, but yeah, what are you, what are you excited about right now in your life? What are some fun experiments that you're running or things that you're finding helpful? Well, I think that the biggest one is one that I shared with you before the, we, we began to record, which is mm-hmm. a client who was on finasteride to, mm-hmm. um, to downregulate that 5-alpha reductase enzyme activity that converts testosterone to dihydrotestosterone and miniaturizes the hair follicle and leads mm-hmm. to male pattern baldness. He was on finasteride. He was taking growth hormone because he's in his 60s or early 60s. And a lot of biohackers who are trying to you know, slow down aging will take some growth hormone. Yeah. And he'd been on that for a couple of years, but had not seen any hair regrowth. He had managed to stave off the hair loss though. And mm-hmm. he added in the primidine. He was on primidine original. And two months later, he had the most astonishing hair growth, regrowth, which I was, I was completely gobsmacked by. That picture was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this guy's hair looked three, four times fuller. Yeah. Would would you say that's accurate? In like two months? And I would say he had, it looked like an inch of growth, right? Mm -hmm. So it was fast. And we do, that is consistent with what we hear from people who say, gosh, my hair is growing faster. And they can see Mm -hmm. the little baby hairs growing in, you know, at the, at the hairline. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And uh, I said, Hey, um, growth hormone. I personally am not a huge fan of growth hormone. I know that Greg Fahey did that experiment with metformin growth hormone and DHEA, but I don't Mm -hmm. like the idea of injecting anything into myself. And 
with growth hormone, there's always this issue, could it provoke cancer, right? Mm -hmm. If you're mm -hmm. introducing there's a lot of, exogenous. There's a lot of wild cards. Exactly. I like CJC and, and Ipamorlin more. If you're going to do, gonna you? yeah. do so, something that that path, like I've yeah. just, I've been doing one month of CJC and Ipamorlin and I feel like my sleep is like more hearty. Like, Interesting. I like, I wake up feeling more rested and good to go than, whereas a lot of times I was like, okay, if, if I do everything well and follow all the sleep hygiene things, I'll get a pretty good night's sleep. Now it's like, ah, I still sleep fine. It's you know? easy. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which I, which I like, you know, and that I feel is, more that resilient. Is very, that is quite exciting. Well, for me, with this guy's hair regrowth, what I said was, why don't you try using uh, katsu bands instead, right? Mm -hmm. Because that also mm -hmm. stimulates endogenous production of, of uh, growth hormone in the same mm -hmm. way that our prebiotic um, you know, will feed the gut bacteria that manufactures spermidine. I'm all for helping the body do what it already knows how to do, right? Yeah. Because I believe that in its innate wisdom, it's not going to overproduce, say, growth hormone or overproduce spermidine, right? Mm -hmm. It just knows that it goes to a certain point and then it stops. It gives for, you just the right amount. Yeah, totally. And for people that aren't familiar, like katsu bands, they're basically blood flow restriction bands. So you put them like around your your upper arm or your upper thigh and do a workout and the the decreased blood flow causes your body to upregulate its oxygen efficiency and its ability to flush out lactic acid and and a bunch of these things that take place during workouts, but it also boosts your your growth hormone levels. So it's like I don't know, a good a good source of stress, I suppose. Does that kind of explain what they are? Yeah, exactly. It's you're tricking your pituitary gland um, into thinking that you're lifting super heavy because the idea is that you you use these blood flow moderation bands um, without lifting heavy. I know that Chris Hemsworth was, you know, he was he was under someone else's supervision and he was lifting super heavy while using them, and that is not good. <clears throat> you're supposed to you're supposed to use them with light weights, right? And then when you release them, you get this huge rush of nitric oxide, lactic acid. The pituitary is like, whoa, you have definitely injured a muscle. And it creates growth hormone, sends it to that area to repair what it perceives to be a torn muscle or you know, an injured muscle. And because there is actually no injured muscle, it just builds muscle instead, which is fantastic. That's a great result and one that we all want as we get older. Um, because, of course, muscle will emit anti-inflammatory chemicals and is very important to staying, um, you know, to staying fit and not becoming frail. Yeah. And we've had... Um... Kusha Karavandi on the show a couple of times that owns like bfrbands.com and those are pretty affordable units. And then the Katsu ones, you're probably looking at like a thousand bucks and up. Those are considered the gold standard, which yeah. a lot of I the research was done. I think they're coming down now. I think they're coming down. Yeah. They, they've got some new ones. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I want to say they're like 850, but I could be wrong. I might need to get a pair of like the legit ones. I've, I've been using the BFR bands for years and I like those, but I've mm. never outside of one workout done like the actual katsu. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's super exciting. And that, that, <clears throat> that before and after of just 60 days on the spermidine was mind blowing. Yeah. To see so how finasteride, much, how much katsu and, uh, and primidine, I think could, it would be a really cool experiment. And, and what did you say the finasteride was? 
Finasteride is a 5-alpha reductase enzyme inhibitor. So 5-alpha okay. reductase is the enzyme that turns to it will um it will turn testosterone into dihydrotestosterone and men and women can both have it women can get something sort of analogous to male pattern baldness not as bad as guys because they don't have as much testosterone but women can experience hair loss if male pattern baldness runs in their families and um you know they will unfortunately have high 5-alpha reductase uh, enzyme activity. Saw palmetto also can inhibit it. It seems to work at about 30% of the people, but not everybody. And finasteride also doesn't work in everyone. There are, there are side effects for some people. It can lead to loss of libido and uh, less good erections. But I have that maybe from 5-alpha reductase inhibitors. You have high, you have high five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's relatively common. Yeah. If I take like curcumin or even, um, astaxanthin, yep. my libido tanks and like, it's, it's almost like I took anti, anti-erection pills. <laughs> that is so interesting. Okay. I'm a, I'm yeah. not a guy. I take uh, astaxanthin every single night <laughs> yeah. for the UV protection reasons, but right. it's so interesting. Yeah. And I know at least, I won't name him, but he's also a, a fairly public figure in health with a podcast. And I know he has the same reaction. If he takes curcumin, all of a sudden his libido tanks and function down there doesn't work that well. Is and, it the uh, same with turmeric? Uh, yes. Yeah. Pretty much any any curcumin or turmeric, my body feels good. There's like less inflammation. I recover better. But the trade-off is not worth it, as they say. Yeah, definitely. And this is the issue. This is the issue with finasteride. And saw palmetto can have a similar effect. And and I think, right. yeah, yeah, it is a definite, definite trade-off. You want to be, you want to be happy, right? So, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And your wife guys, wants to be happy too. <laughs> your wife wants to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Should be tired. If you want to get all these these benefits of that we were talking about, um, everyone needs to be happy. So uh, OxfordHealthSpan.com and discount code Biohacks10. I have both of the spermidine, uh, biprimidine, and love them both. So guys, check them out. And Leslie, this has been a very enjoyable conversation so and much fun. very enlightening. <laughs> and um, thank you for spending your time with us and all the work that you're doing. Absolutely. Loved it. And likewise, you're doing great work too. Thank you so much. So in early 2022, almost out of nowhere, I started experiencing massive changes in my body and mental health. My hair was thinning and falling out faster than ever before. I was experiencing mood fluctuations. I was putting on body fat, losing strength and muscle mass. I was even having a harder time remembering certain people's names and things that I knew I knew. My face looked older and I had more wrinkles and there was a noticeable decrease in my sex drive. And then one of the guests that I had on our podcast introduced me to a product called BioPro Plus that naturally boosts your IGF-1 and human growth hormone levels. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check out episode 265 on how to increase HGH, boost libido, and experience 68% better recovery with Dustin Baker. BioPro Plus contains a combination of 
powerful, natural ingredients for boosting HGH, human growth hormone, and IGF-1, like elk antler, tribulus, and shilajit, all in their purest and most potent forms. What's interesting is elk antlers are the only mammalian appendage capable of continuous regeneration. These antlers grow an inch or more per day and have the fastest growth rate of any organ in the animal kingdom. I started taking one glass vial every morning and holding it under my tongue for 90 seconds before swallowing. And before I'd even finished my first kit, I was getting compliments on my skin and how I looked five to 10 years younger. You can even go back and look at some of my social media videos from earlier this year and you'll see how big of a difference there is. Since then, my energy has increased. I feel more motivated. My libido and sex drive came back. I've been losing fat. I'm stronger and recovering faster from my workouts and my hair is coming in thicker and it even stopped falling out. If my story resonates with you, I highly recommend you try BioPro Plus for yourself. When you feel it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And for a limited time, you can save $30 on your order by going to bioproteintech.com and entering discount code biohacks. That's B-I-O-P-R-O-T-E-I-N-T-E-C-H.com and discount code B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S.